Today is Sunday, July 10th, 2022, and this... I haven't been to Vegas in a, in a long time. It's not as personalized as it used to be. It's too corporate, too loud, too many machines, you know, too much polyester. Is 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 837. Let's see, let's see. Just thinking of all the amazing times that we've had here in Las Vegas. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we get there by midnight? Money, we're gonna be up 500 by midnight. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting out on the streets below. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to 500 by Midnight. How are you doing? Fine. You? I'm doing all right. I have a dumb song stuck in my head today. Huh. Do you, are, are you going to share it? Squee-da-boo-dee-da-boo-dee. What? Squee-da-boo-dee-da-boo-da. Come and be my baby tonight. You don't remember that? Come on, be my baby tonight. Oh, my God. Real world New Orleans. I don't know <gasps> oh, why it's in my head. Oh, yeah. I don't know why it just woke up this morning and that stupid thing is going through my head. It's 20 years old and all of a sudden, there it is. Oh. Figure that out. Maybe you read something about the, because aren't they revisiting a lot of the real worlds? Like, and doing where are they now sort yeah, of things. Yeah, I think Paramount Plus has a thing, but I haven't seen any of them. Yeah. Like they're doing reunions and stuff. Anyway, I don't know why that's I in my head today. I have erased that song from my brain. Well, welcome back. Thanks. It's there now. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Let's get into important things like Las Vegas. This podcast is listener supported. We have awesome patrons who support us month in and month out. We do appreciate them. We have a new patron this month, this week today. <laughs> Mike Palmby, welcome aboard. Thank, Thank you for you. supporting the podcast. If you would like to support this podcast via Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash five hundy. We throw some bonus content your way as our way of saying thank you. We'll be doing a live chat sometime, I don't know, sometime in the next several weeks. We're about due again, aren't we? End of July-ish maybe? Sure. And uh, yeah, we've got some other stuff on there. Check it out. I've got some videos that I got to put up from our latest trip as well. So thank you to all of our patrons. All right, we've got some news and updates, and that's what we're doing today. That is our show. Let's start with an update slash correction from last week's show. At that point, we discussed that it appeared that there was going to be a Dave & Buster's going into the old, well, the previous sports book space at Bally's soon-to-be Horseshoe. Not quite right on that one. Mm-hmm. Flubbed that one a little bit. It's not going to be a Dave and Buster's. It's going to be a generic Dave and Buster's <laughs> simply called Arcade. It's so, going to be the concept of Dave and Buster's. Yes. Just not a franchise. Right. Which means it'll probably close quicker than it would if it was a Dave and Buster's. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's just like a generic arcade. Doesn't sound too exciting. Here's the, oh, this was like the worst written press release that I've received in a long time. Oh boy. Or that I've read in a long time. Um, well, first we'll explain it's 80 games they're going to have from classic arcade favorites to the latest 
releases in a 7,000 square foot space. The attraction's the attraction's interior draws inspiration from urban night settings, featuring a variety of colorful artwork and bright neon lights. The gaming the gaming venue will also feature an enhanced and refreshed bar that was formerly in the space. That's a weird sentence. Mm-hmm. A refreshed bar that was formerly in the space. I don't know what that... I guess they're, that means that they're going to... Use the same bar space that they had and before. Update it, yeah. I guess. That's weird. Anyway, they're not going to have a sports book anymore at Horseshoe. They're going to have a ticket counter somewhere, presumably on the casino floor. And you can also use your mobile app. So that's what they're doing there. But will the arcade be immersive? I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be immersive. I think it's just going to be your basic ass arcade. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't see this one. I may be wrong. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a big demand for this but i don't see this lasting a long time we were talking just before the show about they have a an interesting group of attractions on that level so they do they've got bodies and they still have that twilight zone golf thing and then some sort of national geographic thing yeah with a speakeasy they're trying to make it more of an attractions level i think and then they've got the food court down there still Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it'll do. Maybe it'll do fine. Maybe that's supposed to be like your family. That's your family destination down yeah. there. Yeah. All right. So there you go. That's what's happening. I don't know what the opening date is, but it's coming sometime. <laughs> probably by the end of the year as part mm-hmm. of this whole horseshoe renovation. We probably won't go check it out. I'll wander down there and maybe uh, if, if we're in the if area, we happen to be there. Yeah. I would imagine once it becomes a horseshoe, we'll want to take a look and see what oh, exactly yeah. they have going on over there. Speaking of arcades, there's one coming to Fremont Street as well. Is this some sort of a trend? Didn't we do, try this a decade ago and nobody really cared? We had instant... Uh, uh, insert coins. Insert coins, and uh, there was a place at Hooters called Joysticks. Tried this our arcade thing, and it didn't really catch on. I don't know. I guess we're doing it again. So Fremont Street Arcade is the name of a place coming to Fremont Street. I don't know if it's any relation. There used to be a Fremont Arcade at Neonopolis. Hmm. It's no longer there, like most things at Neonopolis. Right. Uh, so this is going into the space that for a long time was touted to be a Taco Bell Cantina and Wahlburgers location. It's directly across from the D on Fremont Street. I'm still surprised Taco Bell Cantina didn't happen because it that done, location. Oh, man, it would have done a huge business on Fremont mm-hmm. Street. But now they're, um, I don't know why that fell through. I don't know what happened. But uh, this space, it's been closed for a long time. The previous thing, at least I don't remember it, but based on the signs, it was there are signs up for Indian arts and crafts. I think it might have been a theater at one point. Anyway, the uh, the plans that have gone before the, or are going before the city, I think the planning commission is taking this up this week. Um indicate that it will have video games they're gonna have it's gonna be like a typical old school arcade skee ball pop a shot and then your typical video games and uh they'll also have uh, countertop food and bar service so if you need to visit an arcade you'll have options downtown and on the strip for the time being (laughs) we'll see maybe it'll do great there i don't know we shall see speaking of fremont street they have been, uh, we have alluded to some issues that have happened there. Just before our trip, there was a shooting in front of Binion's. 
somebody died, I believe, in that. There have been a couple shootings lately, and that's not good, obviously, no. for many, many reasons. But uh, certainly the business owners and the city are not happy with a, especially a tourist area, uh, possibly getting a reputation of being a an unsafe area filled with crime and violence and things like that. So um, the city called, I know the mayor called together business owners and they had a meeting and stuff. And anyway, Fremont Street Experience has put out plans to tighten up security. I'm curious how these things will work. The Review Journal says that the plan includes metal detectors and bag checks. Now, this would be on weekends. Uh, I guess during the week it hasn't been that much of an issue, so it would be weekends, probably just mainly at night. Um, I know they've done metal detectors and bag checks before. That has come up in the past. I, I'm curious how, that, how they pull that off. Mm-hmm. Like I can see them putting it at the ends of, yeah. but there's so many different ways to access Fremont Street Experience. Like you could come through any of the casinos. And what if you're staying in a hotel and right. you have your bag with you? And yeah. So I don't know how they can really do this completely effectively. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, we've never been there like on New Year's Eve where they have a ticketed event, but then you have yeah. to be either staying at the hotel. I think that's just a wristband situation. So I don't know. I don't know how this can possibly work, but anyway. It's probably more than anything just the perception of safety rather mm-hmm. than actual safety, kind of like you kinda know, like airport security and all those yeah. things. Uh, they're also planning on expanding. They want the Fremont Street wants to expand the city curfew. Now, this is going to take the city council review and approving before they can do it. Currently, the curfew is anyone eighteen, uh, anyone under eighteen without an adult can't be out. Uh, between 10 p.m. and 5 p.m. during the week. And 5 a.m. 5 a.m. <laughs> midnight and 5 a.m. on weekends. They want to expand this so it's anyone under tw- uh, 20 and under. Okay. Um, so we'll see. Um, it would, Like I said, it would have to be a city ordinance. So. How is that two years going to make a difference? <laughs> I don't know, especially because that, like, that first shooting was somebody who was 16, so they shouldn't have been there anyway. So, I don't know. Unless their friends they were with were over 18. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, now this is something, as part of this story in the Review Journal, the CEO of Fremont Street Experience, Andrew Simon, he said that uh, he was touting Fremont Street Experience's security protocols and how they've got, you know, 300 cameras all over and things like that, but also mentioned that they... Uh, in 2020 installed a multi-million dollar shot point system, which is a, a gunshot detection system. So they know exactly where gunshots are coming from. I don't think that's something you want to be uh, touting in the public sphere. That's fine for your internal security procedures. Might want to keep that one on the DL because if you need to have a shot detection system, mm-hmm. it's not going to make people feel safe. How like, do they distinguish them from fireworks? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, these are fairly common. A lot of cities have these. They have they have them in some of the cities around here and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But like, as far as making me feel safer, it doesn't make me feel safe knowing that they're able to detect where the gunshots are coming from. That tells that's me there's after a, the fact. That tells me there's enough gunshots where they need to have a detection system. Mm-hmm. So, little PR tip there to Mr. Simon. Uh, uh. Eh, keep that one. That's an internal thing, mm-hmm. not a share it with the world thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. good luck. I hope they figure it out. They'll get it under control. They have to 
we this happens on occasion where I'll, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that there were all these incidents on the strip, mm-hmm. and then they've seemed to have that in check to some extent. We're not seeing as many reports of of uh, violent outbursts on the strip. There'll always be a certain amount of that, but um, the issue gets to be if it's so prevalent that tourists start to feel unsafe um, because they're constantly seeing stories about it. So hopefully they'll figure something out. It's got to be a balance between uh, people feeling safe and it not being like so invasive and problematic with like security being overdone and uh, it's going to be it's going to be a fine line i hope they figure it out but that is the deal so if you go down there on the weekend and you end up with if there's a metal detector don't be shocked i guess that's the point uh let's talk a little bit more about downtown there's some new restaurants coming soon as you may know if you spent some time downtown there are some pretty decent restaurant options on carson which is one block off of fremont we've got carson kitchen and seventh and carson and eat and some others over there so there's going to be some others coming soon and this project's been in the works for quite a while but they're finally doing actual renovations it is underway the po- there's a post office building on uh, carson and las vegas boulevard I know it well because when we did the book thing several years ago and I had to write out a bunch of po- postcards, Oh, uh-huh. I, I had to venture over to the post office to, uh, to, mail, them. to mail them. And uh, so, I, I, yes, I've spent some quality time at that post office. There was some other stuff, too, I remember going over there for. Anyway, there's still going to be a post office outlet there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's part of the building. But they're also putting in offices and some other stuff. Along with that, on the first floor, they're going to have a bunch of restaurants they have already, I was looking at the leasing, the company that's doing the leasing on that building, I was looking at their website and they've already leased out most of the space. So there's going to be a taco place called Taco Reforma. There's going to be Churro Bar. There's mm. going to be Baguette Cafe and Pachinko Pub. And then the largest space on the first floor is going to be a Broken Yoke Cafe, which is a small chain. They've got at least one other location in the Las Vegas area. I think it's at Town Square Center or whatever that place Somewhere is. Somewhere you've I'm, never been never and never going. planned to go. Um, so this is an all-day breakfast brunch situation. Not like that place at the airport that had all-day breakfast from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. All-day limited. Yeah. All-day limited breakfast beginning at 7. That was the most puzzling sign I've ever yeah. seen in my life. I love that. Um, they're also planning on putting in a rooftop restaurant and bar. So depending on what that is, they have, I don't think they've leased that space out yet. So we'll see what comes, uh, presumably later this year. And, uh, it might be nice to have a couple more food options over there on Carson worth checking out. Uh, I'm, I'm so the broken yoke thing Mm -hmm. combined with a few other things that I've been seeing makes me wonder if we're getting into, um, it's a possible trend alert. Okay. We'll see if it becomes a trend, kind of like the arcade thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be more all-day breakfast options. I'm in favor. And the reason I say I that is... I can eat breakfast any time of day or night. Breakfast for any... It is an any time thing. It's, uh, I'm in favor of this too. The reason that I think it might become a trend is because there's been a few different articles that I've seen lately that indicate some regional chains expanding and they always seem to mention Las Vegas as one of their high priority destinations. There's a chain out of Florida called Kiki's that apparently was recently bought by Denny's. Now Denny's, you obviously think, well, that's what they do. They are kind Mm -hmm. of that all day, you know, they have a full diner menu, but they're kind of known for their breakfast menu. 
and they've purchased Kiki's and the goal with that as far as their expansion mm-hmm. is that it would be a, a level above Denny's. Which isn't hard to do. No, it would be, so, the, you know, another brand that is similar to Denny's, but a little bit nicer. Mm-hmm. And that way they can open more restaurants in their markets that are already saturated by Denny's. Mm-hmm. And For people who don't necessarily there. know that this other place is owned by Denny's. Or, or care, because it'll probably, yeah. it'll be slightly different. Um, but one of the places that was mentioned was Las Vegas. Now, whether it ends up being in touristy areas like the Strip and Fremont, who knows? And how soon, who knows? But anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. Then there's another chain out of California called Norm's, similar thing, all day breakfast place. And there was an, an article in a, a restaurant industry um, publication that indicated they were expanding and we're looking at Vegas as well. So we might be seeing more of those types of places and I would welcome them. Mm-hmm. I would too. Time will tell if there are any, and then Broken Yoke I know is doing additional expansion, whether or not again, those will be anywhere other, anywhere else in the touristy zone. I don't know, but we might be seeing more of those. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Is Esther's Kitchen all day breakfast? Is what? Esther's Kitchen. I don't fucking know. I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. If you want to go over to the arts district and sample all these places, you go nuts. People like it. Uh-huh. it seems like it's been enjoyable. But I can find plenty of options in my immediate friendly zone without mm-hmm. venturing over there and wasting you, my time. You need to be twenty feet from a video poker machine at all times. If I wanted to do a bar crawl. You know, in a new place. Well, first of all, if I want to do a bar crawl, I just go to Fremont East. But right. anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm not sold on, I just don't care. Yeah. No. Uh, moving along, Downtown Grand is getting a couple new restaurants. We discussed one of them a while back called Hot and Juicy Crawfish. It now has been officially announced. That is going into the old commissary space across from the main casino. They've got that second tower and there's not much happening there on the ground floor of that hotel tower. So yes, they're putting in hot and juicy crawfish. And then there is a sushi place. Now it's kind of down, downtown grand is touting it as a downtown grand restaurant. It's not really based on what I can tell. It's not really on premises though, or even across third street, downtown grand controls the, some of the bases on third street between Fremont street and Ogden. So there's like a jerky store and there's a parking ramp mm-hmm. and not much else. And uh, one of the spaces there, I believe, is where this new sushi place is going in called Yama Sushi. That's good, though. They need more stuff along yes, that area. For sure. And if they can somehow use that to attract people farther down and over to Fremont Street, I think this location may end up being... Or you mean over to Downtown Grand? What did I say? You said over to Fremont From Street. From Fremont Street to Downtown <laughs> Grand is what I meant. I think this location... I'm like, that's not the problem. (laughs) No, not for them at all. Uh, It might be a decent location, though, because Fremont Casino, Mm -hmm. right across 3rd Street there, is doing some renovations, and they're expanding in that area of the... Like, they're building out the back area on Ogden. So there might be more traffic through there, and Mm -hmm. I think... I know at one point, and I think this is still the case, they were planning on turning part of that space into like an Uber zone. Yeah. Um, so right now it's just pedestrian, but I think they were going, Fremont was going to open up part of that and have Uber drop-offs and stuff. So that would bring more people too. But hopefully um, they can use that. Because right now it's like graffiti covered storefronts and stuff like Pretty that. Much, if yeah. they can use it for something, that would actually be good. It's going to be an a la carte and all you can eat. 
uh, sushi place. So mm-hmm. you're going to have some options there. And the other locations in Las Vegas have pretty good reviews on on the internet. So uh, hopefully it will do well. Mm-hmm. Signage that can be viewed from Fremont Street would be important. Mm-hmm. They need like a protruding sign and not just a flat sign on the... On the side of the building, yeah. yeah. Hopefully that works though. There's a new restaurant coming to the Forum Shops at Caesars. A while back we told you about how a restaurant company that owns uh, Chevy's Tex-Mex, the chain, Mm -hmm. which I think had kind of died off and now is coming back. They're planning on opening, I think, their flagship location above the Target on the Las Vegas Strip. That same company is planning on putting a different Mexican restaurant brand into Caesars Forum Shops. It's called Sol Mexican Cochina. Sol. Sol Mexican Cochina. You'd think that all my Spanish... Um, all your Duolingo lessons? I, I, I Four years of Spanish in high school and then Duolingo, which I finally bailed on because it was of no use to me. You'd think I'd be able to pronounce that, but no, I, I still can't. I can barely say English words. What do you expect? <laughs> um, I got Chris's name la- right last week. You did? Yes. And I don't remember what I said, so I'll never get it right again. Go back and listen. I'll still forget it, though. Anyway. There's no opening date yet, but it looks like construction is starting soon based on some permit filings. So if you're looking for a new, it, it would be a, it would be a much more upscale place than Chevy's, even though it's run by the same company. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is coming soon to forum shops. And then finally, we discussed that there were a bunch of closures on the Las Vegas Strip around the Hawaiian marketplace and adjacent areas. And one of those is the Fat Burger fast food place. Have you ever eaten at a Fat Burger? I don't believe so. I haven't either. I remember several years ago we talked about this because they had made a big deal about how they were putting an outdoor bar, right. like Fat Bar or not. But we never heard anything from anyone who actually went there. Um, and we never went there ourselves. No, no. Because who wants to, you know, who wants a fast food strip mall bar? It's kind of like the Denny's bar downtown, even mm-hmm. though we did go to that one. Like, eh. Okay, I get they're trying to do a novel thing, but not novel enough to, for me to care. The downtown one makes more sense because it could be part of a downtown bar crawl where sure. the Fat Burger one was just kind of there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, if you're bummed about that closing, no need to worry. There's There are two relatively new locations on the Strip already, according to the Review Journal. Uh, there was one that opened in May at Excalibur in the food court, and there's one opening in the food court at Venetian. So oh, Fat Burger great. has not been expelled from the Las Vegas <laughs> Strip altogether. You just have to go elsewhere for it. So there you go. That's what's happening. Those are the uh, the updates this week. We're going to keep the show a little, uh, little a little dainty this week. Mm. We'll pull phone calls next week. Didn't get around it to, to listening to the calls that had come in. So if you would like to share your thoughts and observations, we would welcome your phone calls at 702-866-9494. Before we go, though, we do have some karma donations to thank folks for. Ryan and Carrie, a 23rd anniversary trip uh, is is on this year. They had booked previous mm-hmm. trips for the 21st and 22nd. I, I remember would, this. Here's my, here's my advice to them. Not they need my advice or tips and they're free to do whatever they want during their trip. But since this is sort of a three... They're celebrating three anniversaries all in one trip. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long their trip is, but let's say if they're there three days or three nights, celebrate a different anniversary each day. And it doesn't have to be with a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, you might do an anniversary, your 23rd anniversary dinner one night, but like on the first day, like you're hanging out by the pool, this is our 21st anniversary pool celebration. (laughs) And then the next day you can do your 22nd anniversary 
breakfast celebration. Exactly. Turn it all <laughs> into turn it all into a multi-year anniversary celebration and then you know you, you can tell like the server comes around and mm-hmm. like would you like anything else no but I'd like you to know that we're celebrating our 22nd anniversary and then the next night I don't know just, <laughs> you're full of ideas I'm full of ideas for them not that they need help making their trip fun <laughs> it's a stupid kind of thing that I would do because I like to amuse myself and no one else mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway well I'm Glad that they can finally do it on their anniversary and have happy gr- anniversary and have a wonderful time. Have the greatest time celebrating all of your anniversaries. All right, Nathan, first trip back post, post you said post Panini. Yep. Uh, that's a nice way of looking at it. I've heard that a lot. Really? I've yeah. not heard that one. Mm, Panini's. Spending three nights at the Mirage to say farewell to his regular home base. Looking forward to getting the annual trip with my brother back on the books and checking out Circa. I hope you guys have a great have time. A wonderful time. Glad you're able to get back. Hope you have lots of luck, et cetera, et cetera. CJ, karma donation for an upcoming trip happening today. Two-night tower suites at Wynn. said, let's go. I hope you have, have great luck. Have a lot of fun. Mark with a karma donation for an upcoming trip. 22nd wedding anniversary. Three calm nights at Aria and Red Rock. Thanks for all the laughs and great information every week. Aww, Happy anniversary. Have a good People time. People actually find some of this funny. <laughs> Other than me, again, I'm just amusing myself most of the time. So, And finally, Alice in Indiana heading back to her happy place July 13th through the 20th. Karma donation worked well for the last trip. So she thought she should do it again. All right. I hope it works out again. Thanks so much, Alice. Appreciate you. Appreciate all of our listeners yes, thank you who very support much. the show. You guys are awesome. As always, 500bymidnight.com is the website. 500gmail.com is the email address. And 702-866-9494 is the phone <laughs> number. We'd love to hear from you with your observations, reviews, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Thank you, as always, for listening. We will be back soon with another show. But until then, we hope you have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye.